Hey, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast called It's Just Personal. Today, we are recording the sixth episode, which is kind of crazy to say. It's been six episodes, which means since I'm releasing them once a month, that's six months of podcast material for you guys. So I am stoked about today. The episode title is Wellness, That's What's Up. And today I've got with me someone who I've come to deeply appreciate and respect over the last year or so from when we met till now. And so welcome, Dr. Cody Hill. And yes, I said doctor. So yeah, welcome to the show. Say hi to our audience. Hey there. Thanks, Zach, for having me. Absolutely. So uh, I'll tell you guys a brief story about how Cody and I met, and then we'll kind of dig into his story. I was introduced to Cody by a coworker, and um, honestly, I was having some pain in uh, a knee. I was playing a lot of basketball at the time, and I just wasn't, I was struggling to get healthy. And so somebody basically twisted my arm and said, you need to go see Dr. Hill. And I was explaining this uh, the other day, and I, I, I don't have a great relationship with doctors or chiropractors as a general rule of thumb. And it's my fault. It's not their fault. It's my fault. I just, I'm a typical guy and I don't like going to the doctor, right? So um, anyway, I was eventually twisting my arm and I went and I went to uh, Cody's practice called Exceed Chiropractic. And from the moment I walked in until now, I had a, actually had an appointment yesterday, which is convenient. Um, we've just developed a great relationship. And if you guys remember, that's what this podcast is all about. And not so what I'm saying is not only did Cody help with my ailments, but now we're sitting here together doing a podcast and that just speaks to the, to the value of relationships. So, um, let's go ahead and dive into you though. I, you're a sixth generation Montanan. Is yep. that correct? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about you kind of starting in the early years and then we'll kind of get up to current here in a little bit. Okay. So born and raised whitefish, Montana, uh, fourth generation born and raised in whitefish, six, sixth generation Montanan, like you said, um, my parents own Hill Brothers and Auto Body Towing. It's just up the hill south of town on Highway 93. We, uh, I actually grew up in the office, so if you go in there to get an estimate, my dad's office was my bedroom that I shared with my middle brother. Is that the building on, or the room on the right as yep. you enter? Okay. Yep. yep. So down the hall to the right, that was my old bedroom that's now my office. My Uncle Joe, his desk is where our living room living room used to be (laughs) so it's it's pretty cool so uh i grew up there um zero to five years old grew up in the shop um you know watching my dad come in for dinner and then walk go get more work done um you know blue collar family i feel like that really set the tone for my morals values and ethics growing up as a young kid Awesome. That is great. I have actually been in there to get an estimate before. And the other thing about that room to the right, isn't there like a lot of cool stuff in there? Yeah. I remember looking around, there's like baseball stuff and just yeah. old, like really cool relics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My uh, dad and uncles have always coached youth sports. Okay. So it's a little trophy case in there and all the pictures from the teams and sponsors. And, and there are a lot of trophies in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Hill Brothers was always a team to reckon with growing <laughs> up. That's great. Yeah. So did you actually work in the shop as a kid? Like what age did you start doing that? Well, Dad, I mean, we grew up next door, so we were in there sanding on an old fender that, you know, was off a wrecked vehicle. But I started working in there probably junior high through high school. 
sweep, you know, you got to sweep the floor before you can sand the fender. So it went from sweeping the floors, hauling the trash, smashing the cardboard, getting it all hauled to sanding cars to priming, prepping, did a little bit of painting. and Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's called uh, learning work ethic, right? For sure. <laughs> For <laughs> nice. sure. Very good. So um, so you started in junior high, you said? Is that right? Correct. Okay. So did you ever kind of graduate, if you will, beyond some of the the more, you know, taking care of the trash, putting down the cardboard boxes. Like, what did that look like after that? Did you ever take kind of a, a different looking role with them? So, yeah. So sweeping floors, hauling trash, doing the dirty work, so to speak. And then the front shop is where cars are sanded, primed, sanded again, painted, okay. clear coat. And then you clean the car and send it up on the hill for the customer to pick their car up the back shops where all the body work gets done so actually fixing the frames and the deeper um heavier duty you know more complex work so to speak okay and then the front shops more prep a lot of sanding cool. masking sanding masking <laughs> repeat i'm starting to get the picture yeah <laughs> yeah and i'll uh yeah i may not work at an auto body shop as a result yeah yeah <laughs> nice. so it's pretty tedious yeah grinding long days a lot of dust you know nice. it's warm it's hot in the shop you get the fans going try and get some fresh air That's sweating awesome. it out breathing in dust that is awesome yeah i like it yeah so how about high school where'd you go to school whitefish high okay cool yep. did you play sports or do anything like that so throughout when i was younger i dabbled in a lot of sports mm -hmm. throughout high school i just committed to baseball okay and then I also like to ride dirt bikes and race motocross. And those two seasons overlap, which I wouldn't recommend uh, <laughs> doing those two sports at the same time. Your poor parents. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, nice. it's hard to, you know, spend a weekend at the track, race in a couple motos, and then go yeah. pitch five or six innings the next day. Body's a little sore. Yeah. Did, did the miles per hour on the pitch count start to go down a little bit? Uh, after you? No. Always goes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. I love it. Well, I think that's important is that um, you mentioned to me the other day that not only did you play baseball in high school, but you've kind of developed an appreciation for giving back to that community now mm -hmm. where you're currently at. But before we get there, we're going to hit that in a minute. Did you play baseball in college? I chose not to. Okay. I, I was really torn. I've always thought I would. And um, I had a couple offers from smaller schools. And then I thought about walking on to a, you know, a couple larger schools. But I just committed to getting my education and headed off to Bozeman. Do you think you made the right choice this many years later? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. No, I think that's great. Where'd you go to school? Montana State. Okay. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Go Bobcats. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Got my bachelor's in exercise science, okay. health and human development major. Um, spent a lot of time shadowing different um, providers in Bozeman, and I spent a little bit of time with the athletic training department. So I was on the sidelines for football season, which was really cool to see athletes firsthand and you know see how the athletic training side of things works. And then once I was a junior, I was narrowing it down between PT, chiropractic, and PA school. And I was, you know, battling 
between them and which was the best option, you know, like any kid, you know, young adult. You bet. Which one did you choose? Went with chiropractic. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I just like that at the time, I liked the, you know, you can own your own business right out of mm -hmm. the gate. You can have flexibility in your, you know, work-life balance. And then you can also do what you want to do and help people how you want to help them without being as tied to, you know, a hospital or someone else's clinic. And, you know, you kind of have to stay the course with, you know, following other people's rules if, if you follow. No, that makes sense. You have some freedom to care for people in the way that you want to be able to care for mm -hmm. them, which exactly. is, I know is important to you. So you, so you took a, so you had a four-year degree from MSU. Yep. Um, help me out. How many years of school is required to become a doctor of chiropractic? So our program was three and a half. Okay. Where'd you do that? Life University in Marietta, Georgia. Did you go to Georgia? Yep. You did. Yeah. All right. Yes. And you came back. Why'd yeah. you come back? <laughs> Born and raised. <laughs> nice. nice. The, the uh, tree planted pretty deep. Yeah. But uh, down in Georgia, outside of Atlanta, it, it was it was a good experience. A lot of growth happened for sure. Huge city. Terrible traffic. Yeah. Really nice weather aside from the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. Spring and fall down there is like summer up here. Nice. So you get a lot of sunshine, warm weather. Did you become a Georgia Bulldogs fan while you were down there? A little bit. You did? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Had to support support the team. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Cool. So then something else that uh, that I know that those of you watching may not is that you actually run your business with someone particularly special to you, yeah. your wife, yep. right? Yeah. Um, did you? Where did you guys meet in we, this? We met down in chiropractic okay. school. All right. I kind of figured that was yeah. the case. Nutrition so, class. Oh. Yeah. It's like a story straight out of Disney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, cool. she she started just under a year after me. It was a quarter system. So we went one quarter, had a week off. The next quarter, two weeks off. Another quarter, week off. Last quarter, two weeks off. Year round for three and a half years. That's pretty intense. Yeah. So don't let the three and a half years fool you. It's basically what you're saying. Like, it's not cake. Yeah. Work it's, involved. Yeah. The first year, they pretty much want to collect okay. and not let you advance. So <laughs> it's a survive and advance game that first year, and then you slowly get to start putting your hands on each other and palpate and get away from the coursework. But there's sure. always coursework throughout the whole program. Did you find then that that work ethic that you learned all the way back in the body shop translated to... How do you, how you just mentioned surviving college, basically? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's good. So you guys met there. Did you, um, did you get married there or here? Tell me a little bit more about that story. So she was uh, just under a year behind me, mm -hmm. but certain classes you can pull down or take early, so to speak. So she ended up pulling that nutrition class down, and I saw her walking by. <laughs> Made my move. Cue the music. Yeah. So then <laughs> we started dating for my last year plus. Nice. And then we ended up, you know, getting off for summer, summer vacation. She took me to Wisconsin, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where she's from. Mm -hmm. Met her family, visited, you know, checked out the bluffs of Eau Claire. <laughs> the bluffs. And then I brought her to... uh Whitefish and 
showed her the valley, took her to Glacier National Park, and she uh, really liked going to the Sun Road, was filled with emotion, mm-hmm. teared up a little bit, really? not going to lie, nice. and thought, yeah, I could settle down here, nice. raise a family. So you didn't have to convince her to move here. You let nature convince her to move here. Nature yeah. ran All its right. course. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very good. That's great. Okay, cool. So then uh, you guys find your way back here. When did you open doors for Exceed? 2020. 2020. Okay, so you guys are pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. So this is a question I like to ask then. Um, so, you, so you've gone through high school, college. You've done the hard work. You've put in the time. Now it's time to begin your business. Whoa, that's a little scary, right? Mm-hmm. So did you start it straight out of college or did you have some jobs in there leading up to that? So within the program, you you do apprenticeship. It's called a peak experience at our school where you work in, an out, in another clinic okay. under other docs. So you get to do the hands-on and then depending on the doc and their protocol, you get to do a lot more hands-on or not so much hands-on. Um, but after we moved up here, it was just straight pull the trigger on it and go for it and set up shop and get going. That's great. Good for you guys. That is that is taking risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's sometimes fun and yeah, sometimes pretty scary, yeah. I'm guessing. Did you have moments where you're like, oof, I don't know about this? Or were you committed enough that you were going to figure it out? Just keep digging. Yeah. Okay. Got to have faith in what you're doing for yeah. sure. Absolutely. So, the, of course, the purpose of the podcast is we're talking a lot about relationships. So did you find, so, so you, you move away from college, you come back to home, mm-hmm. right? So you probably know quite a few people. Definitely. Did you use relationships to develop your business, get it off the ground, create clients? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so pretty much from the get-go, we are um, word-of-mouth referral only. So that's straight relationships right there. So, you, you know, starting out, you share, tell your fi- friends and family what you're doing, and they tell their friends, and, you know, you make connections, try and bring a quality service to people and care about the person, mm-hmm. and then let those people share that experience with other people. And it might be, you know, the next day you hear from someone new or months or years later. So you're just planting seeds for future harvest, so to speak. Absolutely. I like that analogy. That's that's great. So then maybe for the benefit of those listening, tell us a little bit more about kind of what you guys special in at, specialize in at Exceed, mm-hmm. why it's helpful to have both you and Maggie, right? Yeah. And then so this is kind of your chance to plug your business a little bit. For sure. Tell, tell people why they should come see you. Yeah. So we like to take a little bit more time with the patient. We definitely genuinely care about you as a patient. We want to help you um, achieve your goals or progress in life, whatever that looks like to you. Um, I specialize in sport and wellness care. My wife, Maggie, specializes in perinatal care, so pediatrics, postpartum, prenatal care. So it's kind of a 360 approach. It's kind of cool in the clinic. I mean, we'll have family of five coming in, and then followed by them, we'll have a 82-year-old, and then Zach will come in, <laughs> and, and then they the, just goes south from there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then we'll have weekend warriors or youth athletes coming in. It's really cool. 
Nice. Yeah. That's great. I can I can totally attest to that. The first time I went in, Cody did basically a full you you actually would know better what it actually is than not, than me, but essentially a full analysis of not just my body, but there were other components to that. Can you explain kind of what that's like mm-hmm. for people? Yes, we look we like to look at we like to take a global approach to health and wellness. Um, and we look at the wellness wheel as a whole, not just the physical body. We look at spiritual component, emotional component, um, toxins. What are you putting in your body? How are you eating? Are, are you, what are you drinking if you're drinking anything? Do you like water? Do you hate water? Are you asking me right now? I'm <laughs> yeah. feeling like I'm uh, being attacked. No, <laughs> I'm just teasing. I, thankfully, I like water. Um, so you, it's just crazy, the, the emotional component to health is huge a lot of people don't realize that emotions can manifest themselves into physical complaints other times it's a physical micro or macro trauma that you're dealing with a nagging old nagging injury Mm -hmm. so we just we like to put it all together some um some people are kind of surprised by some of the questions we ask like does that apply and it's like to us it applies and Hopefully you'll learn how that applies as you work your way through the experience with us. That's great. Yep. I, I completely agree. The emotional side of things has a significant impact. And I think if people are attuned enough to their own personhood, mm-hmm. then they'll see that. But sometimes they need somebody to coach them, right? And to open up that that's a reality for yeah. them. That sounds that door. like kind of what you guys are doing mm-hmm. for your clients. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so I did mention we're going to hit baseball for a little bit, right? So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, what do you do for the sport of baseball in the Flathead Valley? So I coach youth athletes. I'm coaching 13U team right now. Nice. Last year I coached 12 year old, 11 and 12-year-olds and then 12-year-old all-star team. Um, just It's awesome, man. I love giving back. Uh, I had really good some really good and some really bad coaches growing up as mm. we all probably have. Yep. Um, some of my best coaches were my parents and my uncles. Um, and I just feel like, I don't know if it's a, when you get to a certain age or a certain maturity level, but I feel like you get to that point where it's a moral obligation to give back to the generation behind you. And it's, it's all worth it. It's awesome. I had one kid last year uh, after the season, after the All-Star season ended. Everyone went their separate ways, back to school, all that. And uh, his mom sent me a picture. It was a worksheet that he had done at school, probably in uh, social social studies class. And it was just like, list this, list this, list this. The last one was list uh, people that you can trust. Mm. It was like dad, mom, siblings, uncle, grandma, and then Cody. <laughs> yes. At the end of the list, I was like, ah, yeah, that, that hits. On your yeah. That, that right there is enough to do it again mm-hmm. the next year. Yes. No, that speaks to just your nature too I, and, and the relationship piece that you do well with not only clients but kids, right? And that, that's great. What did you find, or what what do you see as the difference between eleven and twelve year olds and thirteen year olds? Now that you've had the chance to spend time in both, I have I have three kids, so I'm like fascinated by what what my future might look like. It's <laughs> funny you see a lot 
you know, half of them sprout up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. And then they're, you know, what they're, what's cool kind of shifts and mm-hmm. they get, you know, you start to see more personality in a different way, more attitude, competitiveness. Yeah. That's great. It's fun. Good. So what's the season like? Do you guys go, is it, is it year round? I feel like the other day you were telling me it's a lot. Yeah. So once the snow melts, you try and get out before the snow melts, you're inside. So after the new year, January, February, do some in, indoor drills, batting cages, tee work, throw as much as you can in a limited space. And then once the snow melts off, you get outside and throw it, try and get all your ground balls in, and, you know, use the field how you can. It's still going to be wet in certain areas, so you'll be limited. Um, and then you roll right into the season, get as many games in as you can, um, try and avoid the rain you know, the weather around here. And then last year I was actually invited to help um, put on a fall program. So after the regular season and then after the all-star season, which went through July, we did a fall program, which pretty much went until it was too cold to practice outside. (laughs) That's a lot of baseball. Yeah. 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 Ask Maggie about it. She'll no. tell you. She'll tell you how you really feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, she fully supports me, nice. which is awesome. Good, good, good. Baseball was actually a big deal growing up for me. Uh, my dad's a huge baseball fan. Um, I've actually had the chance to be to almost every MLB stadium, which is really cool. Yeah. But I have a lot of memories of sitting inside, waiting until the weather was warm enough. To where I mean, I'm eight, nine, ten years old. I could just go outside, throw a baseball in the air, and catch it with my glove. I mean, that was like, that's all I wanted to do for mm-hmm. a little while. And so it's it's fun to hear that it seems like baseball is catching a little bit of traction in the Flathead Valley. Definitely. Do you agree with that? Are you seeing mm-hmm. that too? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and with the Range Riders coming to town, I think that that's going to facilitate some more. Yes. More so kids going out for it. Good. Some role models for those kids to look at. For yeah, sure. Go hang out and watch. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, so I want to come back to uh, business a little bit. Um, what do you find? So you talked a little bit about the way that you market yourself. It's all referral based. Um, what kind of things are you looking at? So you're involved in baseball. Does that actually kind of double? Not that it's the purpose of why you're in baseball, does it? but does it double as lead generation for the chiropractic office? Definitely. I think any building any relationship with anyone could lead to long-term financial gain down the road and even not financial gain, just, just that connection and knowing this person that knows these people and you you know, you want to build a house someday and you can use the leverage, those relationships. It all stacks on top of each other. Awesome. Very good. Uh, And then you mentioned Maggie's and, Prenatal, postpartum, pediatric. Okay, all right. Thanks. I need help with all the terms. Um, does is that extra special now with Halsey? Halsey, yeah, yes, definitely. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, they just you guys just had your first baby. Yeah. When was that? January twenty fourth. Nice. This year. Good deal. Yeah. Very good. So does your daughter benefit from? The services that you offer to your clients? Definitely. Okay, cool. Every third day. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So that actually leads me to a question about, I think, I mean, I had never thought that it would be important to have kids uh, involved with somebody who's looking out for their wellness that's not a parent or whatnot. So why do you think it's important for parents to have their kids analyzed and taught and worked on appropriately within your office? Well, just the birth experience, whether it was natural home delivery or fully medicated hospital delivery, is a traumatic event for the baby, um, and things manifest from that. Mm. Um, and then as they learn to latch, breastfeed mm -hmm. with mom, try and go to the bathroom, adapt to this new world they're in, they face challenges, and a lot of times through chiropractic adjustments, which aren't what you think of, like an adjustment on an adult. It's more like the pressure it takes to touch your eyelid with your eye shut or to check the ripeness of a tomato. Hmm. That's all it takes um, for infants a lot of times. And it, I mean, we see amazing things happen, whether it's clearing up latching issues, colic, sleep disturbances, um, constipation, GI dysfunction. That is fascinating. I mean, mm -hmm. for particularly for young parents, you know how valuable sleep is for you, and oftentimes your kiddos can be a, a, a challenge, if you will, because they're up in the middle of the night. So mm -hmm. you guys have actually had some success helping parents with that yeah. category. Yeah. yeah. That is great. Yeah. I mean, happier baby, definitely happier mom. <laughs> Yes. And more sleep for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Very good. So can you use, um, when I was there, you, you um, had a kind of set of tools, but I think they're more designed to figure out some analytics and to gather some data. So can you use data? Cause so a kid can't necessarily say, Dr. Cody, I feel better mm -hmm. today than I did the last time I saw you. Yeah. So how do you determine that what you're doing is, is working for the kiddos? Yeah, so we have insight scans that we use. That's a heart rate variability scan to analyze how your nervous system adapts to stress. Nice. Okay. And then we have a thermal scan, which is temperature differential along the spine. Temperature differential is an indicator of organ and gland function. Okay. And then there's an SCMG scan, which typically we use that on kids and older it's for more muscle tone, how are your muscles firing in the seated position, left versus right. Mm. Shouldn't take that much energy to just sit there and sit still. But you'll see over firing and under firing at various regions of the spine. And then we can put all that together with our palpation, um, neuro orthopedic findings, your health history, and then kind of take that global approach to your health and wellness. That's really cool. And that, yeah. So that is a way that you, if you're a young parent and you're watching this, you can help out your kiddos. I would highly recommend it. My kids have seen Dr. Cody and Dr. Maggie and my wife, also Maggie. Uh, I can never forget <laughs> Cody's wife as a result. It's great. Uh, has been in the office. So we're all in on it. And um, it's definitely a lot of fun for us. And we appreciate it. So um, it's one thing to run a business. And it's another thing to have the energy to get up out of bed every day. Mm -hmm. So they say that if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Um, but at the same time, we all deal with challenges because yeah. challenges are a part of life. So 
as a business owner, what do you find are the toughest things that you deal with on a daily basis? Uh, maybe a story of, of something that happened that you're like, man, I don't know how we're going to do this. And then what you did to solve it. Uh, let's see. I think toughest thing. I mean, I enjoy the people. I enjoy the challenge. You know, health and wellness is such a complex puzzle. It takes a lot of tools to, you know, fit that all together, um, which is why we are always trying to strive to be great. Uh, if we fall short, we're still going to be good, right? Yeah. Um, always learning new things, whether it's technique or trying to um, just perfect our craft, so to speak, and then the same with business and what it looks like, what it feels like when you come in, how can we make it more comfortable for young kids or geriatric population or anyone in the middle. Um, and I think the toughest part's just sometimes just the grind, the challenge. Yeah. When you're like day after day, week after week, and weeks are flying by, months are flying by and you feel like maybe you're missing out on things you could be doing, mm -hmm. but it's on the flip side, it's so rewarding. Like I like to sign the front and the back of the check. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why I do what I do. Yes. I, I, I mean, career day growing up, I wanted to be a business owner. You know, everyone was like plumber, firefighter. I was like, business owner that was on my card I made it's like what business it doesn't matter I want to be my own boss nice that's good well I think that's important because in a day I don't mean to get super philosophical on everybody but social media can be a great tool and it also can be a great challenge that we face and that kind of hits at what you're saying is that from the outside looking in that your clientele is like, man, Cody and Maggie are just rocking it. They get to do whatever they want. They get to, you know, because they're owning, they run their own company. And yeah. you're like, doesn't always work that way. Yeah. That's what I hear you yeah. saying. Is like, it's, yeah. it's still hard. Yeah. To do what you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard either way. So, I mean, you get to choose your hard, right? Yeah. Have you heard that one? Yep. So, it's it's worth it if it's if it's what you feel like you're called to do. Yeah. It's not definitely not uh, for everyone. A lot of people want to have a nine to five, a um, couple kids have weekends off, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, whatever it is that you want to do. But if, you know, you, you have that knock in your chest or tug on your heart or think I should shouldn't be doing this. I should be out of this situation or go do this. Like, just go for it. Yeah. Cause then you'll look back shortly after you start going and you'll think, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Why didn't I start sooner? Yes. We, we liken that, uh, in the mortgage world, renting versus owning, um, the same concept. Like there's nothing wrong with renting. It's totally fine. But I personally believe owning is better and it sounds like you're kind of actually applying that principle to work a little bit. Yeah. Like working nine to five is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if I had to pick, I would want to be an owner. Yeah. Is that what I hear you yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a pretty good crossover. Okay, yeah. cool. Good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for uh, schedule flexibility, especially now as a parent, because I know that you have now had to figure out how to mix in childcare because it's both you and Maggie yep. at, the at the office yep. taking care of patients. 
So how are you guys managing that? You've been okay so far? Yeah, so far so good. Yeah. Um, you got to be a team, support each other, and we call each other out on our BS, <laughs> and we just motivate each other to be better every day. That's and great. We we try our best to always pick up where the other one can't fill in or not that we're sl- picking up where the other one slacks off, but we fill the gaps as needed to keep you know the day going around. Nice. And the interesting thing about our clinic right now is it's a two-man, two-person operation, just Maggie and I. So we're doing everything from sweeping and mopping the floor to taking care of patients. Yes. Just like back in the body shop. Yep. Same thing. Yep. I love it. Yeah. So when we, um, Maggie and I had a restaurant with my dad, the three of us, uh, a while back. And uh, it's, it's, you probably won't get a kick out of this, but I worked in the restaurant business as a kid. And, uh, but I, I tell people it's not until I owned a restaurant that I was in the dish pit washing dishes on a Sunday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, like it just, that's what happens. You, you put in the time and you do the work you have to to make things yeah. work. So. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get the weekends off. No, you do not get weekends off. There's bookkeeping, cleaning, restocking supplies, nice. all the stuff. This is great. Okay, so we've kind of painted the picture for why it's it's harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. But we've also painted the picture that it's totally worth it, right? So the last question I have for you, it, well, actually, it's kind of two-part. But um, first, I'll start here. Do you guys have anything exciting or new or something you want people to know about XSEED coming up in the future? Things that people can be looking forward to? What do you, what's going on for you guys in the in the coming in the coming year? Yeah, so a lot of growth is going to be happening. We're actually in the process of building out our new location. Sweet. So a real life full size <laughs> clinic. Um, you'll get you get that joke if you've been in to see us or if you come in. <laughs> So we'll get uh, more elbow room. We'll, you know, we'll grow as a team. We'll be able to hire on a few people, and then we'll be able to offer new, um, pretty exciting things. I won't get into detail about them, but it'll be pretty awesome. It's gonna be a sweet experience for sure. What's the timeline? You think? I know the, it's impossible to answer, but take your best guess. This this year, <laughs> later this year, <laughs> this fingers year. crossed. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, good deal. Started from the ground up, so. Well, and if if you don't know, uh, you're also like building that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's work, is where I'm going. It's For hard sure. work. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And the coolest things. Cool. Well, why don't you? Um, I like to give my guests the opportunity to just kind of throw out there an encouragement to people watching, um, whether maybe they're on the fence of that nine to five to business ownership, um, just kind of give some encouragement to, to those watching. Yeah. So like I said earlier, just if you, you know, if there's a little voice inside your head that you're, you know, that's telling yourself, trying to convince yourself to go for it, you feel that knock on your heart. Um, we, I would recommend it. We've seen, it's pretty cool in the office. We've seen a good amount, couldn't put a percentage on it, but quite a few patients that came in to see us working for someone or doing X, Y, Z. And then now we see them and they 
took that step and they are business owners. And oh, like nice. we talked, you know, during their appointments, like they would share, you know, the steps they were taking or the him hawing they were doing and not not saying it's because they came to see us, they're business owners, obviously. But it's just it's cool to experience that and to be on the other side of it and like just nudge you. You can do it. It's all good. Go for it. Nice. That sounds like a great idea. I feel like people, there's a lot of times people don't get that encouragement. So if you can be that person to, I mean, to me, I might not think much of it. Like, oh, I gave them a little encouragement. To them, they're like, that's what I needed. I'm going to go do this. So we never, you never know where the other person's at. So I love to be that encouragement for people and right here for you, go do that. Burn the ships. Don't look back. Put your all in it and see where it takes you. I think that's great. And that honestly is a great way to end because it concludes the concept of wellness, which is what you're describing is that oftentimes these people that have these nags that aren't doing things or they're saying no to them, that's possibly causing physical ailments for them. Mm-hmm. And so that f- that helps encapsulate that concept of wellness. Would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Very good. Cool. Well, Cody, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for watching. That concludes our episode today. If you have other people that you would like me to interview, please feel free to reach out to me on my social media. I love the opportunity to talk with folks, and I specifically love the opportunity to create new relationships and to expand upon current ones. So thanks, Cody. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Zach.